No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. And welcome to Right Now, the official podcast of the uh, New Right Network. With me today is Carmen Sabias. Carmen is our newest member of the New Right Network family, team, and community. Um, you know, because you're so new, I wanted to go ahead and uh, I've had the privilege of talking to this guy a little bit before the interview. He's got a really rich story, great personality, and overall just a dynamite magan Christian, uh, I don't know, message. Carmen, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm five foot eight. I enjoy long walks on the beach. No, I don't actually. I hate long walks on the beach. <laughs> I, uh, you know what, man? Um, I've been into politics ever since I was a kid. I actually, my mom got me into the conservative. We used to listen to, I don't know if you remember, you're about my age. We used to listen to Bob Grant on the ride home from school. And then Bob Grant would go into Rush Limbaugh. And, uh, you know, I kind of got, I guess you say a little indoctrinated. And then, and then I went to high school. I went to a good school here, uh, Seton Hall Prep. I went there for two years. That really um, is a good school, yeah. Yeah, I, I left there because there was no girls. And uh, see, when I went to Seton Hall Prep, uh, I had a girlfriend live right down the street, so I didn't care. We broke right, up. You're importing, importing in the women then. Yes, but we broke up. I was like, I got to get out of here. And I uh, went to public school for two years. And I tell you, one thing I learned, is that they didn't teach me anything in public school from my junior and senior year that I didn't already know from Catholic school and Catholic high school before. So I just kind of sat on my hands for two years in public school. Um, but I went through a time, there was a teacher in Seton Hall Prep, he was a liberal, Mr. Coburn, may he rest in peace. Uh, he was a liberal, hardcore, you know, 1960s liberal guy. And Dawning of the age of Aquarius style liberal. Correct. And he got me more into politics because this guy was old school. And so what he would do is he loved when I came to class every day, he would debate me. We would debate back and forth, but he never told me I was wrong. He never shut down my opinions. He liked it. He goes, Hey, you know, one of us is right. One of us is wrong. Or maybe we're both wrong. And the answer's in the middle. And he would always say things like that. He would never, not like the teachers today. He didn't try to indoctrinate me. We just debated back and forth and it was fun, man. And and he got me even more into like real passionate about it. And he gave me his liberal views and I gave him my conservative views. And, but I never went through a stage in my life where I was liberal. I, I examined it. I looked at it, but their policies and their ideas never made sense to me. It, it always seemed to me that if, you know, and as a Christian born and raised Roman Catholic, um, and now more of a Christian than anything else, um, it always seemed to me that every idea that they're for is evil. You know, we're for abortion, we're for uh, women, men can go in women's bathrooms, and we're for this debauchery and that debauchery, and every debauchery should be legal. And it's like, I mean, geez, if, you know, if you wanted a party that was the antithesis of everything that's Christian, there they the are. The amount of Catholics, you mentioned Roman Catholics, specifically the Latino Catholics that vote for Democrats is appalling. It's insane. And even even the black population now, you got over 90% of black people vote for, for Democrats. 
But if you sit and talk to them, and I, I grew up in a multicultural community, if you sit and talk to them issue by issue, they're conservatives. Which right, is, very, very, mostly Christianized people. Yeah, which is the, the but they're voting against their own beliefs because the thing is, here's what I noticed, and this is why we do shows like yours and the one I'm going to be doing and why I'm out there every day as a, as a managing editor and a writer and why I do what I do. You know, it's not just for the money. You know, the, the money's there. And, and you, by the way, to those out there that are trying to get into the business, yeah, the money's there, but you work a long time for very little before you get to the money. Um, and even then, it's not about that. It's about trying. It's almost like you want to grab America by the shoulders and shake it and be like, what are you doing? What, are you, what happened to you? Uh, you know, and so that's what I try and do every day. You know, I try and, you know, I've converted people to, to, to uh, conservatism that were, that were liberals, a few in my life that are, that are MAGA now. And, you know, to see what President Trump has done to the party, you know, as a, as a classic conservative, I was against it at first. It was very hard for me to wrap my mind around it. Um, but as a kid who grew up in the city, in a hardcore, you know, city environment, uh, I like the street fighter in him and I like that he brought it out of people like Lindsey Graham and Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz and, and even McConnell because the liberals have been street fighting us for years and we've been fighting with Marcus of Queensberry rules. And, yeah, we've been fighting with one hand tied behind our back. Appreciate and getting it. our tail kicked. Yes. You know, because here's the thing. Here's the thing, Ryan. The one thing I noticed is, and I've said this for a long time, liberals play the long game conservatives play the short game. What do I mean by that? I, I happen to be okay with gay marriage. I don't really care uh, as a state issue because I believe the constitution protects the right, uh, the pursuit of happiness. And so I don't think you should. Secular society, right. Separation yeah. of church and state. Sure. So, so I think that you shouldn't be able to, well, separation of church and state is not actually a thing, but we'll get into that. Um, but you should be able, if you're gay and you want to get married and it's a state issue, which it shouldn't be, by the way, I think the state should be out of marriage altogether, but it is. So as a state issue, fine, but I know the game. I know that's never going to be enough. I know they're going to want to force churches to do it, which I'm against. Uh, you know, liberals, like I said, play the long game. If you go back 20 years and you say, well, gay marriage is going to be legal. Everybody's like, hell no, it's never going to be legal. I'm never going to be legal. No way. But liberals don't think a year or two from now. They think long term. Back in 2000, term. we were laughing our asses off about it. Believe it, it was never going to happen. But they think long term. And, excuse me. And so one of the things they're thinking long term about now is this illegal alien thing. Everybody's, and Republicans, it drives me nuts. Conservatives, we got our mind on the short game. Here's what we think is going to happen. We think the illegal aliens are going to come in and they're going to illegally vote. That's not what's going to happen. Yeah, there's going to be some. But you think these people are sneaking in the country because they want to vote? No. They want to stay as low-key as possible. They're not going to go try. They're not trying to vote. I'm not worried about that. Liberals play the long game. The long game is you're putting them in places like Texas, Arizona, Nevada, places like that, okay? They're going to have children. Those children are American citizens. 20 years from now, 18 years from now, they're going to vote. And that's the game plan. The game plan isn't to get illegal. See, and that's it drives you nuts is because Republicans think so short term. Oh, they want illegal aliens to vote. No, no. It's the long game, man. They want to end the Republican Party in the next few decades, and they want to do that. 
by importing people who are going to have children, who are going to become voters, who are going to regulate the Republican Party into obscurity. That's the plan. And you can't fight the plan unless you know the plan. No, I agree. And I, I 100% agree that their whole plan is to basically import, again, of a bunch of illegals to outbreed the Republican voting base. That's exactly what they're going to do. Their whole dream is to flip, flip Texas blue. If Texas was to flip blue, the game is over. The game's over. That's it. You'll never right. see another Republican president unless we change everything we stand for. No, 100%. And, and the yeah. truth is, Ryan, right now we're being regulated out of existence. We are. We're, we're being put out of existence. Everything that we stand for is, oh, oh, they're so antiquated. They believe in God. They're so antiquated. Oh, oh. everyone's laughing at you. You really yeah. believe that still? Oh, he, he, he. They're still, yeah. well, less full of pseudo-intellectualism, though. Yeah, they, they believe in, in, in traditional marriage only, and they believe there's something mentally wrong with a man who thinks he's a woman. Yeah! Yeah. If you have a daughter, I mean, you're cool with some 42-year-old dude pulling out his penis at a fucking public restroom next to her, then you got a fucking problem. I mean, the thing is... My show, say anything I want, right? The thing is, everybody knew it was a mental issue until 10 minutes ago. Now, all of a sudden, you know, it's, oh, that's normal. No, it's not normal. Are you out of your mind? If your kid came home and said, Dad, I think I'm a dolphin, if you go to a doctor and try and get a dorsal fin surgically implanted on him, you're going to go to jail. It's child if your abuse. kid said that they think they're a dog and you took them to a veterinarian, then you would get in trouble, right? I mean, come on. There's, I'm not saying – any people, you're transphobic. I don't hate them. I don't have anything against them. But for God's sake, you got a mental issue that's not being treated. Oh, the I mean, suicide. If you want to self-mutilate yourself, I think that that is an issue. The suicide rate is so high among transgenders. Yeah! No kidding! It makes total logic sense to me. Um, I own a dog, and my dog is never confused about what gender it is. Dude, listen, listen. I mean, it's just like, oh, the suicide rate's so high, it must be because all you people treat them so horribly. Listen, you want to read some of my hate mail? People treat me horribly every day. I never thought about killing myself. I'm a happy guy. If you think about killing yourself because people are picking on you, there's underlying mental issues. I'm energized by hate mail. It's really what keeps oh, me going. Yeah. Why do you think my DMs are open on Twitter? I love it. Although I got to tell you, it gets stale. Like everybody says the same things. Oh, you're fake Christian. Oh, you know, da, da. everybody's just Nazi. Nazi really gets old. You know, that's come on. We need, you need new material. I've had some people message you with some really good hate mail and I, I message them back. I'm like, thank you. You know, like be creative. That's all I want. Just be creative. You know? Um, yeah, definitely. But you know, that's not in the script. So, uh, <laughs> no, they follow, into, they, they, a, they follow. They follow the talk about New York good. there for a minute, because we obviously you're a New York guy. New York is actually big. People say to me, "It's a lost cause. Don't mess with it." I don't think that way. I think we need to start talking to New Yorkers and promoting in New York. And I would like to talk about the differences that New York's been through. Start like in the '90s, and for people that may not know this, like even Times Square, they see on TV flashed every day. This, you know, uh, the, you know the center of the americas whatever well that used to be a big strip club it used to smell like a you know terrible i don't i don't like want to say what it like. terrible and crime used to be terrible well it pulled out of that under rudy, rudy giuliani and bloomberg and then, you get bloomberg credit too he kept it going yeah i'll give that to him but then now new york is uh i would say the value system that, uh faltered and then where you got lots and lots of problems in new york would you like to speak on that while you're here 
Well, I'm a Jersey guy, but I'm about 10 minutes from the city. Oh, Newark. I mean, that's a, a, a kind of the a symptom of the same problem, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm in the suburbs now, but, you know, I, I, I'm about 10 minutes outside of New York City. Um, and, yeah, so you go back to the 80s, the early 90s. What I try and tell people is watch, just go to Google or just go to YouTube and Google, and, and search the – I always say Google. Search the opening credits of Welcome Back, Cotter. And that'll give Blast you an idea. The past there, yeah. That'll give you an idea what New York looked like back in our day, and graffiti on everything, and walk down the street, get mugs, and I'm talking about in Times Square. It wasn't what it looked like now. Um, you took your life in your hands walking in New York City. Um, homeless people asking for money all over the streets. Um, which I'm not saying anything bad about homeless people there, but for the grace of God, go I. Um, but it was just, it was, it was a cesspool, man. It was, it, it, you know, it looked like Chicago looks now. You go to, listen, you go to any big city, it looks like that. Um, Detroit, Chicago, Los Angeles. Yeah, there's pretty parts, but, you know, you get to the real heart of the city, you're going to see some crap. Now, New York's not like that anymore. Um, but you take any city run by a liberal. And, you know, this is the thing that gets me, Ryan, is they're starting to go back to that now. They want to decriminalize everything in New York. And, well, you know, know. it's really I was ra- six years in Chicago, my man. And trust me, that's, uh, that's no joke now. Well, you know, it's really racist to enforce the laws. No, here's what's racist. What's I racist. Throw water on those cops. What's racist is saying that you don't believe black people can obey the same laws as white people. So you're going to decriminalize stuff because they can't behave. You, you believe they can't behave the way white people behave, that's racist. That's racist. Uh, Taking away criminal, well, that's not not, uh, illegal anymore, so he's not a criminal. He's still a scumbag. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You're taking away the criminal nature of it. Does it make shit better? Well, we got a guy like de Blasio quoting Che Guerrera. I mean, you know, murdered women and children. What are you going to do? Hated black people. Killed them. He did. Hated black people. Murdered gays. Hated gay people. Champion yet, of the see, left. You see these people. It's like I laugh when I see the, the those people holding the signs as um, LGBT for, for Islam. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen that. That's why I wasn't ready for that. It's like having that, a, thrown right off a bridge. I know personally. It's like having a sign that says slugs for salt. Right, exactly. You know, I mean, um, you know uh, like Ilian Omar. If Ilian Omar was to take over right now in America by some evil miracle, <laughs> the anti-miracle, and they, she would immediately start killing Jews and throwing homosexuals off of buildings. No question. Let me tell you something. You, you say some evil miracle. You think that's not possible? In the field? I mean, she can't because she's not a citizen. But you think people like well, her no, can't you be said president? Who plays the real long game? Islam plays the real long game. The real, real long game. They indoctrinate yeah. real nice and slow. Well, we're just peaceful. Just here. You remember the first time the, the World Trade Centers got bombed with the truck bomb? Yeah, 93. Yeah. One of the guys involved in that lived on the same street as my uncle and my sister. May he rest in peace, my uncle. And I, I used to see him all the time. Hey, how you doing? How are you? Nice to see. Nicest guy you ever want to meet. Nicest guy you ever want to meet. Drove one of the trucks or, or the truck into the building. So, I mean, you know. It, that's because it, they it's, think it's a holy act. Yeah. And that's the scary part. When, you think, when, you, when you're fighting somebody who thinks what they're doing is good. That's some right, scary and stuff. to deceive you is yeah. good. 
Yeah, the deceive you was good. And listen, but you know, I thought about like somebody said the other day, like we were talking about, and they were like, Yeah, well, you know, Ocasio Cortez can never be president. That's, I looked at him, I was like, You don't get it. Yeah, she can. Yeah. And you think in 20 years somebody or her or somebody like her can't be president, then your head's in your butt because yeah, she can. Because there's enough stupid people in this country. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, listen, guys who are going to tune into the Carmine Sabia show here on the New Right Network, you're going to have to get ready for me to tell you stuff right between the eyes because I don't pull punches. A lot of people are stupid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, don't get mad at me. I'm just the messenger. Carmine, a lot of people are stupid. We totally agree. People are stupid. Uh, if anybody doesn't believe that, if everyone thinks we're all shuffled the same cards in life uh, upstairs, then uh, – well, they're just – that is indicative. If you think that and you're listening to this, you are one of the stupid. That's all there is to it. Correct. Although, if you're listening to this, you're probably not one of the stupid. So, uh, if, if you've taken the time to find this, chances are you, you know what's going on. And I don't mean that. By the way, you could be a high school dropout and be smart. You don't have to go to – unlike the liberals believe, you don't have to go to college and graduate school to be smart. No, common sense makes you smart. Carmen, I thought the way you got smart in modern America was that your uh, TV star mom wrote a $500,000 check to get you into college so you could hang out on a yacht and party for a few years, and then they gave you a piece of paper that made you smart. That said you were smart. That said you're smart. Don't have a lick of common sense, but you're smart. You know, I, I actually, it's funny. We were talking, I don't know if we talked about this on the show or before the show, but like I can spot a liberal or an atheist a mile away. I was having a conversation with a guy one day in, in, in wrestling. Obviously, you guys can see I was involved in the wrestling business. Um, I was talking to this guy in wrestling, and he's real, like, you know, prim and proper and educated and using these big words. And I can use all the big words you want. I got a 1420 on my SATs, bro. Scored genius on my IQ test. I can play that game with you, but it's a game. I'm having a conversation. Why am I going to use those words? You know, it, that's just a game to make yourself sound better than somebody else. And so he's talking, and I said, I said, so when did you figure out you were an atheist? Now, we never talked about religion. He goes, how'd you know I was an atheist? I said, because there's no way you think anybody's smarter than you, not even God. And that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I like and I, I knew it because the reason a, lot of, the reason a lot of people are atheists is they cannot fathom a being that knows more than them. They can't fathom it. That's a big part of it, man. I'm telling you. I, I've been around these people, man. I know. I know. I've said this for a long time that the big – this fits right in that – Basically, a lot of our problems comes because we have taken God out and uh, basically, you know, we are just trying to fill it the void and we filled it with consumerism and the love of ourselves. You know, when I was a kid, my mom, may she rest in peace. I, I, I love her. I, you know, it's my best friend. Um, she taught me, you know, we were Catholic. We weren't Christian. We weren't Bible thumping. We didn't go to church every Sunday and we didn't do all that stuff because, you know, Catholics, most, most Catholics aren't practicing as far as going to the church. Um, I was an altar boy. Uh, I went to Catholic school my whole life, except for the last two years. And my mom taught me though, she taught me at Christmas time and Easter, what those things meant that it wasn't, she, you know, I, I still had Santa Claus deliver the gifts. I mean, I, there was still Santa Claus in my life. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you know, cause every, every kid had it, you had to have Santa Claus, right? But she taught me that well, it's yeah, not about... He's the consumerism beast. They're going to make sure you have Santa Claus. Trust me. But my mom taught me that it wasn't about Santa Claus. And it wasn't about, um, it wasn't about the Easter bunny. It wasn't about chocolate and gifts. And it wasn't about any of those things. It was about the Lord and the sacrifice he made for us. And I'm grateful that I was taught that. 
because I look at it now and I see Christmas as an adult and I'm like, man, they're, they're not teaching these kids anything about it. When you see people who are, listen, I know this is going to sound wrong. I have nothing against Muslim people. There's a lot of great Muslim people. There's a lot of great Jewish people. But when I see Muslim people or Jewish people or Buddhists or atheists celebrating Christmas, I shake my head. What are you doing? It's not, well, it's an American holiday. No, it's not. No, it's his, a Christian holiday. And, his uh, name is in the day. <laughs> right. I'm not going to celebrate Ramadan. Mm. Exactly. It's like saying, well, we're, we're celebrating Carmine Sabia's birthday, but we're not really celebrating him. Right, exactly. What? It, is, it, is, it absolutely is crazy, but it's just an excuse to – matter of fact, that would be like Christian kids more like celebrating Hanukkah to get presents. So basically, that would be a better example. To get extra presents. Right. You know? so that, there, there's gaming for extra presents. That's what they're all they're doing there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Why does somebody keep calling me? I'm sorry. I'm going to turn my ringer off. No, don't worry about it. You're a popular guy. You know, they're ready for you to do the show. Yeah. I, uh, unfortunately, I get a lot of calls all day long. Such so is life. What's the environment around you? You said you're in the suburbs there um, outside of uh, Newark. But, yeah. uh, so what's going on? Actually, you know, let's just skip that for a second. What's going on in New Jersey? You know, New Jersey gets a bad rap, and, uh, you know, people talk about it. There's a lot of jokes. You know, the whole joke, the New Yorkers say, what's the only good thing coming out of New Jersey? I mean, as an empty bus, things like that. And they always make fun of the environment and that kind of stuff. Is it really that bad? Come on. No. New Jersey's beautiful, man. New Jersey's beautiful. Unfortunately, it's been infected with the disease of liberalism, um, which is a shame. Um, Murphy wants to turn it into a sanctuary state. There was just a, a guy just got arrested. He was let out of prison as an illegal alien. They let him free. Uh, and he killed a seven-year-old girl. So, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. No, you know what? It was unbelievable. It's believable now. It's believable now. And I look around at people in, in New Jersey. I hear people all the time. Man, can you believe the taxes in this state? You voted for a guy whose platform was raising taxes. What did you think he was going to do? He didn't even lie to you. <laughs> New Jersey competes with California, and that's big talk on having taxes. I mean, that, the thing that drives us is people bitch about the tax. Oh, excuse my language. But people complain about the taxes. It's like you can say anything you want. Oh, okay, great. Uh, people bitch about the taxes, and, and they're sitting there saying, you know, oh, I can't believe the taxes in the state. Stop voting for Democrats. I mean, you know, it, it, the stupidity of it to me is, is, is mind-boggling. When you hear the word free from a politician, you can also hear raise taxes. Yeah, I had somebody tell me the other day, he's like, uh, he's got a friend who, he just, he's our age, man. He, he lives in his mom's attic, and he's like, I'm not getting a real a job because I'm in a band, and I can't pass a drug test because I like to smoke marijuana. Look, I don't care if you smoke marijuana. It should be legal. I don't care. But if you can't get a job because you're dedicated to marijuana, you That's can't move out of your mother's house. You won't do anything in life but be in a band. And then, oh, he, and my, my friend tells me, he goes, yeah, he supports Bernie Sanders. I'm like, no kidding. And he's like, well, he believes health care should be free. I said, but it's not free. I'm paying for it. He doesn't care that I'm paying for it. Because he's I'm not paying, paying for, for it. it. But I'm paying for it. It's not free. There's no such thing as free. The government is broke. The government makes zero dollars. They take it from us. Take it forcibly. Take it from us. We don't have a choice. We're not donating forcibly taken for us and in exchange for this money they're to provide certain services to everyone but more and more the, the the services they provide focus on very small groups and people like me and you 
we keep paying in and getting less and less back. Other groups are getting whatever they, you know, they're getting other things because they're the ones actually casting the votes for these idiots that keep taking from us and giving to them. I went through um, a big deal with the Elizabeth Warren deal where she claimed to be a Native American. I said that I should claim to be a Native American and try to get on welfare to see if I could do it because I was so ignorant at the time that I even had to ask on the show that, hey, if anybody knows how to get on welfare, tell me because I come from a family where I would get shunned for doing so. And the whole Native American thing never panned out, just to let you know. Listen, man, I, yeah, I, well, I want to open a casino, personally. Uh, oh yeah that's the way to do it then you get the 1970s bands doing the india casino uh, circuit there absolutely got, man got um, 38 special in a week <laughs> i'll tell you what man um i i'm disabled as far as like you know not a, not a physical disability obviously i'm here right but i'm disabled uh, a little bit and it makes it hard for me to work outside of the home I, i'll tell you what it is so i get panic i get severe panic attacks uh sometimes yeah, that's What's no joke. I've met a lot of people like that. That's not, it's not a joke, everybody. That's a true story. It's not a joke. It's, it's hardcore stuff. And I'd be like, how does, that, how does that disable you? Oh, yeah. It can be really bad. Um, so I had a choice in life. I could roll up in a ball and collect welfare and I guess whatever they give you. Or I could get on this little machine they call a computer and say, how do I make money? How do I support myself? How do I do this? That's what I chose to do. And, you know, by the grace of God, thank you, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, all day, every day. I've been blessed to make a nice living from home. Um, but I say that not to say, hey, look at me, I'm better than you. I say that to say, I don't believe, especially in this economy today, that you can't find work if you don't want to find work, despite your circumstances. Now, there are people, I know some people who are severely disabled, and there's just no way they can work. And yeah, we should take care of those people. I'm all for that. The richest country in the world, if somebody's severely disabled and they can't work, we should take care of them. But I'm tired of taking care of the lazy. I'm tired of them. I shouldn't have to carry. You know, it's funny. They make fun of what we say about the Green New Deal now. And, well, she never said, you know, that people that choose not to work should be taken care of. Oh, yes, she did. It didn't make it into the actual final legislation that members of the House voted for because that would look ridiculous. But, oh, yeah, that was in the draft. I mean, it was online. I got copies of it from her I think website. I you, you know, I think that you guys reported that because, you know, you're the uh, managing editor, I believe, of the, the, the Federalist Papers, right? Correct. And uh, so, by the way, you guys do a great job. I want to say you. that, honestly, I, I, I'm a huge fan. Thank you so much. Everybody out there, if you haven't checked it out, make sure you do. Thank you. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, they suppress the hell out of us, so look for it. Uh, <laughs> just, right. The, the Federalist Papers on Facebook. They, but. Yeah, they got their uh, they got their fist on the scale. Some people with their thumb on the scale. They got their fist on the scale, which is interesting. They don't suppress now this, which doctor's video, but now this right. is fine. But uh, <laughs> I agree. You know, Robert, I'll tell you what. Um, here's the deal. So everybody, we're gonna have uh, Carmen on um, on the stream, and we're gonna be heavily promoting it. And so if anybody hasn't seen him out there, you definitely should. I think he's a rising star. Thank you, man. Mag or New Right Media. Uh, Carmen, in the interim, if they're looking for you online, because I don't want to give too much away here, because you know that you never, uh, you know, you never, what is it? What's the old saying? You never buy the cow, you know, you're getting the milk you get for the free. You get the milk for free. Yeah, you always right. leave them wanting. But that's right. You can definitely check me out at Carmine Sabia, uh, C A R M I N E S like Sam, A B like boy, I A on Twitter. I got the little blue check mark, so you know it's me. Um, they gave me the check mark. I was shocked. 
They haven't um, given us one. You know how hard it is to get one. It's crazy nowadays. Yeah, it wasn't when I got it. It wasn't that crazy. Uh, but I had to try three times. But uh, I got it. So um, you follow me on there. But you're definitely, I mean, you know, I'm limited to 240, 280 characters. You're going to hear a lot more from me on the show, a lot more of my opinions. And frankly, I could say a lot more here that I can't say on Twitter and Facebook. Um, so, you know, because they, they suppress. So I can tell you more true stories here and more truth about what's going on in the media. There may even be talk of aliens. There may even be talk of aliens. I'm big into that stuff. I watch my ancient aliens, man. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm down with the aliens. You know, they're coming. They're coming, bro. I might be one of them. I don't know. It feels like this is all maybe have happened before. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally kidding. Cause now there's going to be something online where Carmine Sabia says he's an alien. I'm kidding. It was a joke. I know you guys have no sense of humor on the left. It was a joke. That's why the left can't mean guys. Uh, I do want to wrap this up. Um, uh, you can find us as always at www.newrightnetwork.com and find us on all social media. That is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram amongst many other places. Always at new right network. One word at new right network. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com. <laughs>